Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Insane in the Membrane, Edinburgh Edition. Insane in the Membrane. Hello again. You join us at the beginning of Edinburgh. It's started. It's begun. Uh, a lot of pressure on everybody. Um, but we'll see what we do. We try and get through it. Um, Jacob Hawley, I met a couple of years ago. He's a, he's a young, up-and-coming uh, stand-up. Um, and he's, he's, he's doing really well. And it was nice to get him on. I caught him just before we headed up to the Edinburgh Festival. So, uh, yeah, it was right. It's, it's a very stressful time. I don't know if I can... I can't underline that enough. So, uh, here we are. Jacob Hawley. It's all right, man. That's all right. That's all right. As to the, as to the atmosphere. Um, yeah, I met Smiley when I was a barman up the creek and he'd come in. I didn't realise who he was because he looked different from when he was tires in spaced. Because mm. he had bleached air yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. And he walked in and he was just like this mod looking dude. And I'm like, I fucking recognise that, man. And I got chatting to him as behind a bar and I went, Tires, man. He went, yeah, 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 and that was it. And I just said to him, I said, "Oh, my youngest son loves you. We love your character." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next time he came in, he had photos from the stills from behind the scenes when they did. Really? This, yeah. There's a bit. Thank you so much, bro. There's this bit in space where they do this bit. It's like a thirty-second bit, but they're like the Matrix. They come to this building, dressed as the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Smiley came in with that and a letter explaining it and he gave it for my son. No way. Yeah, How yeah. old was your son at the time? My son was, blimey, he was only he was very young. He, he was only he made like up 10. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. And then he wrote a letter back to Smiley. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great. And he's, and that, the one with Smiley was an accident because right? I'm, like, I'm mates with him. Uh-huh. It was like, I must get Smiley on. He's, he's a comic, isn't he? He yeah, was a comic. Yeah, he was just, he's not done it for a while. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's more of an actor now. But he's, I, I'd, I'd been interviewing Tez and then I just ran, I had to be in Brixton where he lives and I just texted him and said, you about have a coffee? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just having a meeting, I'll be out. So we met up and then he's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing this podcast. He's like, cool. I said, yeah, I've, I've emailed loads of my mates trying to get them on and he got his phone out. He's going, no, nah, I, <laughs> I don't appear to have an email from my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was gonna, I didn't know. And he's like, let's go and do it now. So when he did it in his house, oh, and sweet. it's brilliant. Man. Yeah, I listened to that one as well. Yeah, I really it's really it. cool. I really it. What makes me laugh is really, what's happening with Phil Ellis. What's that shit about? Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him flurry now. How did I ever get tied up with Phil? Yeah, was, I was with Phil. I was with Phil the other week. 
Phil, um, Phil's sort of, uh, he's, he's taking it upon himself to, to, to sort of, to, to cast himself as my mentor. Yeah. Like, we, we, we did gigs together, because he's, he's with Avalon as well, so we did, we did a few gigs, right, we yeah. did a few gigs together, um, when was the first time I did it with Phil? I, I remember the first time we gigged together, we knew we were going to get on because he was emceeing and I, I don't know whether I was, I, I, I can't remember what I was doing, but we both got to the gig mm. a little bit late. I think I was opening. I think, where was it? I can't remember where it was, but we, we both got there a little bit late and we both had the same excuse, which was that we just, we'd got off the train, both gone to a shop got four beers for the train back <laughs> and, and I remember I walked in and I said that and he was like you've got train beers as well and I was like, and I was like yeah I've got train beers and he's like oh let's drink them together so yeah we uh and then we gigged together and then yeah last year when I was doing my first show he he just sort of started pretending that he'd written it but not not just written it that he'd written it, directed it, yeah. uh, that he'd taken the photos for the poster, that, <laughs> that he'd styled my hair. For the... <laughs> and, and like, I, I sort of went along with it at first. I mean, I, I'll add in now, he's never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, just... to this day, he's never seen it. <laughs> I know, I know. But he's, but he's taking full credit. But he, well, he, he's, taking, he's taking credit, but he's also... The problem is, you, like, I, I, I see it, all, and most people, like like yourself, you'll probably know that he's taken the piece, yeah, 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 right? yeah, you know, yeah, Phil. Yeah. I see these people, I mean, like, so, so things like when, uh, so the, I did, a, I did a Radio 4 thing based on the show, and so he, he very nicely shared when, when the sort of news went out about that, that I was going to do this Radio 4 thing. But again, he shared it by going, look, I wrote this show for this comedian, and now it's going to be on the radio. And... I just see like these, he gets like a hundred likes for it. And it's like, it's like, mate, 15 of those know you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get like 30 people go, oh, nice one, Phil. You know, yeah, people impress us. And then, and then the worst one was he, he did Roast Battle last year. with John right, Vegas. Yeah. And I, th- I think the, the researchers, because they have researchers working on the show who, who do a bit of research on each of them to, to give Jonathan Ross something to say or yeah. whoever else or whatever. And he showed me what the research is, because obviously the researchers did a bit of research on him and then sent to him an email going, this is what we found out about you. Are you happy with us saying this? And you know where he's going. They, they'd gone through his Twitter and one of the notes that they were giving to like Catherine and Ryan and everyone like that was like, last year Phil wrote a show for comedian Jacob Walling. <laughs> <laughs> so people at Comedy Central genuinely believe he wrote my show for me. Yeah, and now he's on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, he's got, and he got on it before me as well. I'm sure I, I haven't listened to his one yet, but it's a good one. Yeah, is it good? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Do you know what? He's, he's funny film because I think he's one of those where like he's he's so naturally comical. Like everything that he does is funny. Yeah, and it, but then every now and then he'll slip into and he'll become very like earnest and and sort yeah. of and serious. And, and he's, he's like he's a frighteningly. I mean, we hang out a little bit. He's a frighteningly mm. intelligent bloke. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he's very thoughtful, especially with comedy and stuff. He's very thoughtful about what he does. I mean, I've I've got a little role in his show this year. Nice. I don't. I feel like I don't quite know what it is. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he knows. No, it. he doesn't know what he's it is. Said you're in it. He's he's basically said to me. He was like, I've, I mean, he's, he tried to explain it to me a few times, but then he was like, look, rather than. He doesn't really do previews of his shows. No. He, he books out a theatre in, uh, I think it's South London somewhere. He was like, look, I booked out this theatre the week before Edinburgh. Just meet me there and we'll work it all out. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He's very sort of Kaufman, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I think that's a big influence. Yeah. Um, he's, um, yeah, I've known Phil quite a while. When we first first met him, I was with Paul Peary. We were in Sheffield gigging there. 
and uh, Phil was with his then girlfriend, and we and we all hit it off straight away. It was yeah. we had such a laugh. And then the second night, we were in the pub, and we stood at the bar with his, like I say, his then girlfriend, and we're like, oh, you know, you seem really cool, and it's really nice with you and Phil, really great. And she's like, yeah, and oh, that was it. We asked if she wanted a drink. She went, oh, I don't know if Phil will let me, right? And we went, what? She went, yeah, yeah, he gets a bit angry sometimes. What? And we just met him. So we're like, what? And she went, yeah, yeah, he sort of, yeah, he can get a bit rough sometimes. And we're like, what the fuck? And then she was, and then we were like, oh, I don't know what to say, because I really like him. I didn't know this side She was mucking about. <laughs> <laughs> so he went, he, he thought, he thought it was weird. We'd gone really cold on him. Because <laughs> he thought we, we thought, oh, he's fucking abusing this girl. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then later on, we were at the bar with her again. And she just, we just said, do you want a drink? She went, oh, and in, where the bar people could hear, she's like, oh, I don't really think I'm old enough. But like, like we like, this <laughs> Right, don't, this is bollocks now. Yeah, so that was my first oh, experience man. with Philellis. Um, yeah, this is crazy time at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. El, um, Edinburgh and... So you're doing fills, you're doing your own show? Yeah, well, I, I say I'm doing fills. I think I've got five minutes where I run on and yeah. as people tend to do any shows. And I'm doing my own show and then I'm, I'm helping out. I don't know if you know a sketch act called Moon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I've got a little bit in theirs as well. That's cool. So it's going to be busy. It's going to be yeah. a busy year for me. You're, you're doing new shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm up at Gilded Balloon. It's a weird. So. It's, it's a weird time of year, isn't it? Like yeah. I was talking to the lads about this the other day, like how. I mean, you've done a few hours there, mm, and it's, yeah. If you're not careful, it can wreck your summer. Oh, Do you know man. what I mean? Yeah, God, yeah. Because yeah. And, it, and it's like, first of all, the anxiety about and I say anxiety, but like, but the worries about the show, but then also the financial uh, like burden that comes with it all. That's right. Yeah. And like Jesus, man, I'm I, like it, it's it's and it's like you know I mean I'm someone who loves the sunshine like, I love I love when it gets especially in London like, like London in the sun <coughs> it doesn't get any better does no, it so so beautiful. already robbed of that because I've got to spend August in <laughs> freezing which might be well you, you know you, you get your day yeah but the, but then also I think if you're not careful and I think it did, last year I, I definitely had a bit of this because it was my first one last year and I think. I, like I was under pressure, but a lot of that pressure was self-inflicted. Mm. Uh, and it just meant June and July was spent like panicking, panicking like, proper yeah. panicking, and and in in a way that isn't even productive. No, do you know what I mean? Not, yeah. it's, it's like yeah. it's not it's not um, it's not good in any sense. And I think all of us have have, uh, have that little voice in the back of your head telling you you're not working hard enough and stuff. Like oh that. man, yeah, all the time. And that's I read a thing yesterday about depression. And part of depression is. Um, like beating yourself up because you've not done anything. You've spent yeah. the day wasting the day, and the trick is not to do that. Because well, right? yeah, the irony is, you, you 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 then spend the day beating yourself up, yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than getting yeah, exactly. anything done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the 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 sort of the guilt and the negativity that comes from that is more crippling. That's right. And you, you just do nothing, man. It, yeah. And it's 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 yeah. I'm I'm really trying this year to let myself enjoy it and let myself not worry too much about the. The, the the consequences and the and the and the you know I mean mm. Jesus Christ the, you know the reviews and everything like that and I, I think, think yeah that's the worst what you've got to avoid is that I don't um this is my first page year right this is the first year that I've got publications ringing me up going right we want to do a bit on you as part of this other thing yeah so this is all brand new to me 
So this year I'll probably get reviews and things like that, and I've already gone. I'm not even going to look at them. I think that's the way to go. You just don't, just don't look at them. Don't get caught up in the in the circus around your show. Yeah. Best thing to do is just try, if, as much as you can focus on the show. That's it. Yeah. And make it as good as you can. And and also take joy from the show itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, if you right, enjoy, right, exactly. If you enjoy doing it, yeah, people are going to enjoy watching it. It yeah. just makes sense. Right, rather than waiting to get a full star review and celebrating then, celebrate every time the ending gets around. Exactly. Man. Celebrate yes. every time. I mean, I I had in my in my show last year, I had a, <laughs> I had a callback. But basically, I, I I there was this callback that I kind of needed in one of the last stories. It ended on a callback, the last mm. story. But the sort of the setup for the callback, I would forget. Yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it, we've all been there. And it, and it, but mate, honestly, I, I probably within the first week, I maybe forgot it two or three times, and it <laughs> fucked the show. <laughs> and it got to a point where my my tech last year, Bobby, Bobby Carroll actually, oh, I Bobby Carroll, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's a top dude. It got to a point where he, where the bit I'd forget, he'd have to hold up his hand to <laughs> <laughs> remind me. Stop me there. Yeah, yeah, he, he, and I, I, I'd sort of see his hand. Remember that's what he's reminding me. Of. Okay, yeah, nice one, Bob. Carry on. And I, that, but stuff like that, like like having a bit of fun with stuff like that, and I think that that makes the whole thing. Because because otherwise you, you forget that this is, you know, a hugely privileged thing to be able to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're so yeah, lucky yeah. to be able to do this. And you, and to to anyone on the outside, they go, wow, you, you get to spend your days having a laugh and, and writing funny stuff and performing and doing all that. And it's like it sounds great. And you try and explain, oh no, but the pressure and the the, mm. the you know the money stuff and everything like that. And you know I've. The, the money thing never gets any easier no I, I don't think no I, I, I mean maybe after a certain level of success or whatever but I think still I think unless you come from a background where you've got parents that can pay for stuff or, or whatever yeah. or you know I mean I, I had a job last year I had a part time job before I went um, yeah right and, he, and yeah, this year not having that yeah and not having that monthly salary and I, I'm used to that now in terms of living like that but now Having to pay for everything for Edinburgh right. without that, you know, fallback is is yeah, it's uh, hard, it? is scary, man. But it's you know, it's it's all good. It's all yeah. good. It's 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 something that uh, I think I've taught myself to sort of enjoy, in enjoy the show and enjoy and enjoy the camaraderie. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah, like yeah. hanging out with people. I'm sure you, you feel the same. There's, same. There's, yeah. there's people that I fucking love seeing, and I, I'm right swear on that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, you can cut but, the place out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for it. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but we, we, all, all year, like you'll see, like you said, I probably haven't seen you since it's last year. Phrases, and, yeah. and it's like you see people and you go, Fuck, I haven't seen Rich in ages. I haven't yeah. seen Rich. You know, and you go, oh, that, and that's that's what that's what it should be about. It's, it's, you know, looking forward to seeing people and doing fun stuff and seeing people shows. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of it as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the trick as well with Edinburgh, where I've been up. I've done it, it all different ways. I went up the First time I used to go up, I go in. I went up like 2006, 2007. I was flyering and doing stuff and doing stuff for uh, Just the Tonic to make to make a bit yeah, of money. Right and then yeah, yeah, yeah. see how it worked and what happened. And yeah. like, I didn't do a show, but just seeing uh, what happens. And then I went up there first time with a show 2014. Went up there and was just drunk for the whole month, <laughs> just pissed. Use it as a party. Did Did, did you get? Were, were you doing a show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, really. I was over. I made all the mistakes you can make. I took the venue on because I really like the I like the name of it. It's the Cellar Monkey, <laughs> and it's the other side of the meadows. Yeah, but it is a nice name, isn't it? It's a great name. I'm like, oh, that's going to be brilliant. Oh, brilliant! It's the other side of the meadows where no one goes. Yeah, and I forgot 
uh, I forgot to put the time and date on my flyers. Oh, mate. So I had <laughs> oh, to, every day I had to write the time and date on my flyers before I went flying. Oh yeah, and I was hung over every day as well. Jeez. The most I made from a gig from the bucket was about 17 quid. And that was because a woman in the audience felt sorry for me and wouldn't let anyone leave until they put something in this bucket. Really? I think a bucket on a pint glass. Oh, man. <laughs> I was, and it was, I knew... I, it, I was sitting in the meadows at, towards the end and I, was, I just sat on this bench and I started to sob. I'm like, just going, off, And I'm like, oh, Robin Williams has just died. That's really sad. I'm like, I didn't like him that much. I was a fan, but not, didn't affect my life. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. sad that it, what had happened, but then I'm like, oh yeah, I've fucked myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, crying. Yeah. So I've done that. And then for the last couple of years, I've, I just treat it as work. I go up there, I might, I might go to a bar or two, but I'll just, I'll just, I'll gig everywhere and then I'm, I'm home, sleep. I just yeah. concentrate I think, that, I think that's yeah. the way to see go. Some, see some stuff, but don't go mad. It's, it's horses for courses, isn't it? It's like, I know some people who go out there and have, have a really good time, but get get wrecked all the time. That's I, right. I, I know, because of the way that I go, I know I have to be careful myself. Yeah. And I, I, like, last year, I was on fairly early. I was like 3.40 last year, and so couldn't really go out and get too hammered and mm. be up in time to do it for normal honesty. But me, me and the lads I live with, we, we'll go to the gym together. Nice. We'll, I mean, I... Had a few drinks, but stay off all the naughty stuff. Like, yeah, I, I was yeah, I was really yeah. proud of myself last year. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a point where I was I was at a urinal with with a good mate of mine in comedy. Yeah, uh, and I went there and he, he sort of went to me, passed me a bag. Yeah. And I, 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 even though I was like three pints deep and we were near the end of the fringe, I still was like, no, well done. I won't yeah. I won't get up in the morning. Hard, and and as you say, and I, I'll, I'll especially do that where I'll. It's like little things, like you're saying about Robin Williams done, little things that shouldn't upset mm. you will suddenly start flooring me. Yeah. If, if, if I've had too much beer or got on yeah. the stuff or whatever. Yeah, so so you, you, you have to be so careful, man. I mean, I, I, I'm i lucky and my, my girlfriend's so good with like keeping my head in check. Yeah. I mean, obviously your, your, your partner, Jay, she's in comedy. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. You, yeah. We kind of keep each other buoyed. Like today, she's having a tough time. She's, she feels a bit overwhelmed. So, but I was trying to get out there and like rushing to yeah. like, listen I'll, I'll talk to you later but I will talk to her and I'll go listen just, what I said to her was look put everything in an email to me yeah it's such a good way of doing get it get it out of your head and then yeah. let me have a look at it and I might be able to help you with Mate, something that's such a good way of yeah. doing it so we help each other out and it's yeah with Edinburgh as well you've got the other bollocks about all the like, nominations and then you've got this and you've got that and people get caught up in all that stuff Yeah. and I think that becomes dangerous if you go up there with that in your head yeah, you're gonna you're you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> the lads I was with last year, one of them in particular, I don't know if you know Rob Alden. Yeah, but he was he was a fucking nightmare. Every day he was going on about someone getting nominated and whether we were gonna get nominated. Oh, if it, yeah. and we had to say to him, but then we were like, just shut up. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. none of us got nominated in the end. We all had a nice time. And I, I I genuinely loved the actor did get nominated. But this year, I'm actually looking forward to that not even being a consideration. Yeah, man. Because there's no yeah. newcomer for any of us. I don't think any of us are thinking about the big award. I, th- I think what, what I've found in comedy in the last year or two, or what I've started thinking more, is I don't think of it as a lineal thing. So no. I don't think of it as a, I'm on this rung on the ladder, someone else is on that. Mm. I think what, what I've really discovered a bit is that there'll be things that other people that I used to compare myself to will get that I can't get. Yeah. But then I might get something they won't get. Exactly. And it's yeah. not as if we're all going on the same line up. No. We're, we're, it's, it's all over and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and it's, and it's, and I, I really, I, I've really tried hard to make, stop myself getting any kind of jealousy and feeling any levels of negativity in, in that sense. Cause I think 
What's, there's nothing uglier than, than celebrating the fact that someone else hasn't got something. But I used to find myself doing that. Of course you do. You're only human. Yeah, yeah. of course, man. But it's, and I'm trying really hard now to be... And it's, it's nice because I think when I, when I started comedy, um, I didn't really make friends with people within the circuit or the industry. Largely just because like I have my own mates and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, you know what it's like with open mic comedy in London. It's, yeah. it's, it's a bit grim, isn't it? You know? it's and, and, and I, I wasn't like, in it very long, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's 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 the beauty of it. If, once you once you're out of that murky little world, yeah. you suddenly meet oh, yeah. and you go, oh, not everyone is like that. Do you know what I mean? And you go, is it, still, oh, is it quite bitchy then? Is it quite? I mean, uh, I I guess I stopped doing the open mic stuff a couple a few years ago. But like when I was there, it was it was it weren't just bitchy, but it was like, pardon me, it was, it was like um. It was very clicky. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, I, and yeah, yeah. I, I sort of immediately felt like I didn't want to be a part of all that. And that. But then you, you get... I mean, I, so I remember when I first did The Fringe in 2017, right? I hadn't really made many friends within comedy mm. and stuff like that. And, and I was living outside of... Well, I was living in a pretty good place, but I didn't live with any comics. I just yeah. lived with strangers who weren't comics. And, mate, it was miserable. It was like... And my show was 12.15 in the yeah. afternoon. So I'd get up at like you know, nine or ten, get out, do a bit of flying, do the show. By by half one, I'd go out and I'd be like, what now? Yeah, right. What do I do? Who, yeah. There's no one I can call. There's, no. you know, and, and, and it just made it a bleak experience. But like yeah. now, it's it's so much nicer having a few more mates within it, within it itself and, and comics that, are, you know, I'd, I'd spend my time with outside of the fringe. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. But I think, I mean, what, what you're saying about with yourself and Jade, I think, I think that's the way to do it, isn't it? It's to try and boy each other that's right kind of, yeah kind of be there for each other and I think my people I'm sort of closest to within comedy we try and do that yeah like, like be be there for each other when it goes a bit pear shaped yeah, and also yeah. celebrate with each other I mean like like last year for example I remember the the the, the first review I did it was the list wasn't it mm. and it, and I got four stars in the list where I was it's yeah. not as if I'd fucking won the big <laughs> so but, but that's the first time I've been reviewed but, and, I, I, and the way I found out was my group chat with Moon and Rob and everyone in there Just I just had a flood of messages going get in there mate yeah, go on yeah, mate you've yeah, done yeah, yeah. And, nice. and it was just like that's what it should that's, be that's about exactly isn't it Every, everyone was yeah. going yeah that's it man let's, let's yeah. all do well let's all, let's all you know have, have a bit of that because yeah. I think that's the way to go isn't it? Well, I try and do that anyway someone said to me recently they went Oh, you're too nice, and I'm like, what? I'm like, we, cause, cause I'm always like retweeting people or things like that, cause I'm like, well, what? It doesn't hurt. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't. Me. Hurt. It doesn't. No one's, no one's gonna go. Right. Well, I'm not gonna go and see Richie's show because he's just bigged up that person. No. I go fuck yourself. No, you I, know, I, I, I'm a firm believer in what what you put out is what comes back to you. Of course, yeah. just be be supportive and be nice to everybody because it's it is hard doing this. Yeah. And especially in Edinburgh as well, like you've just pointed out, it can be. I, well, I remember when I first went up, and it was lonely. Yeah, no. I was, I was, I when I was live, when I was doing it with for just the tonic, I wasn't living with anybody. I didn't, I hadn't been doing comedy very long. Yeah. So I remember standing in doorways, just going, "This is fucking shit." Yeah. And just pouring with rain. Well, that's it. When it rains, it yeah. does pour, doesn't it? Up there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, like, and it's ah. bleak, and you, and yeah. you, you know, you look at your mates at home, and you're going, "What have I done this?" I for? know, I know. Um, but people in people outside of comedy, you know. I think they feel the same way. They don't. There's not a lot of support, you know, for them. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of people that listen to this have messaged me and they're going, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know who to talk to." 
just you know do you know what I mean and Mate, it's, it's so it. important and I think especially when you when you have these kind of uh, if you have any kind of struggles with, with your head and stuff I think I, I, I struggled with it and the first time I sort of started doing so I, I didn't know who to speak to largely because like I didn't want to speak to my family because I almost felt like I'd be making them feel like they'd done something wrong right okay. do you know what I mean yeah, I, I, I yeah, thought to myself like, if I tell my dad how bad I'm feeling mm. he's going to think it's his fault for not yeah. for not reaching out in the first place so I almost felt like a level of guilt with, with him and my mum especially like, I felt like I didn't want to tell them the way that I was struggling because I thought they'll, they'll, they'll turn around and say I, I was worried that they would then go oh is that our fault are we, mm. are we, should we have done something else and I, I'm, I'm really fortunate I've got really nice parents and like and, and my mates and stuff it, I think I think my you know they are very supportive and stuff like that but it, it's it's something that I think especially it, it depends on your background I, I've met people from comedy and I, I, I wasn't aware of this so much before I started doing comedy but I've met people from comedy who are from a slightly different background to mine in the sense that they'll be privately educated yeah. or they'll have gone through a really good uni or something like that and I find that they are whether and I don't I don't say this to try and be controversial or anything but I do find that they are much more likely to be medicated mm. with whether it might be antidepressants or yeah, anything man. like that yeah. they, they're much more likely to have received some kind of counselling or therapy that's really interesting and I, yeah. I don't know whether that I don't know what that is I don't know whether that's because they grew up in an environment where it's easy to speak about those things I don't know whether that's because I don't know whether it's because actually the, the environment they grew up in is potentially actually more difficult than mine mm. because there's pressures on them that I didn't have my, yeah. my, my parents never expected me to go to uni let alone a good no, uni never did mine. There, there was yeah. never there was never that pressure to do that my, I'm, I'm very fortunate that my parents are very supportive of me being a comic yeah they, they never said oh but we want you to be a doctor we want you to be a lawyer yeah there, there wasn't yeah, any yeah. of that there you know so I, I i wonder if it's that but then i also worry that we we do have a, a society that kind of i think sometimes we we look at people we we, we think that the people who suffer the most are the people who are the most enlightened mm. There's that there's that stereotype yes. of the tortured artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So, so you know the idea that someone who is so understanding and perceptive of the world around them that mm. it that it troubles them and and we almost I think sometimes people fall into the 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 hole of thinking that the only people who can really struggle with life are people that are educated enough to understand. It. Yes, and I worry that the reason that the people I grew up around who perhaps have as many problems as as the people from more privileged backgrounds. Mm. They don't get that treatment. No. They, I, I worry. I worry that I look at my mum, for example. My mum's always struggled with stress. Yeah. Struggled with coping with stress. Struggled, and, I, and I see a lot of the traits that she has in myself. I, I do. I react in the same way that she does to, to not even things going wrong, minor mm. things causing her like like catastrophic breakdowns not yeah. knowing how to cope not knowing how to communicate herself properly yeah right and, and you know getting frantic and, and you know and I, I've had panic attacks before and I think she's had the same she's never had any kind of counselling or, or, no. or kind of therapy or anything like that and I, and I think I think it happens even more so men because cause, because because there's a lack of communication with it and I think a lack of understanding and, and but I, but my, my main point is I really do worry that that in my experience, people from better backgrounds usually have more access to treatments, whether yeah. where, whether it might be medication or therapy or something. Like well, that. it seems to be that they're made aware of it rather when we yeah, were because I, I come from a working class background. Yeah, 
therapy was never it was never a thing <clears throat> you just had to deal with it you just yeah. you know you 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 had to as for want of a better phrase as how you always used to say like you, you had to man up like men, yeah, don't, yeah, men yeah. don't do that listen yeah you got and it was like when I, I had kids really young you got kids now you haven't got time to be oh, feeling yeah, I worry sad about that. and worried I, and I worry you, about that a lot yeah people have kids young yeah man you're listening to Insane in the Membranes Edinburgh season. Scroll back through our past episodes from season one to hear from other comedians playing this year's Edinburgh Festival, including Phil Ellis, Simon Evans, Nick Revel, George Rigdon, Jen Brister and Ishan Akbar. All those podcasts and this episode have Edinburgh show details within the podcast description. Expand the details section on your app and come and see us. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This show is made by Dark Horse Digital. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. Yeah, my sister had kids. She had her first child at 18. Oh, wow. Second at 2021. 20, yeah, right. And because, and she's in a relationship, and, uh, you know, her boyfriend's great, and he, he provides, and he, he's a proper grafter, man. Like he, yeah. He's a, he's a scaffolder on film sets, and he's, scaffold, he's, got his own, he's got his own private firm, and he works weekends as well. Like, Brilliant. And so Hannah, my sister, she she largely she works a bit um, behind a bar in a pub, but she's largely at home with the kids. And I think, uh, and she'd be able to speak better about this than me. But I worry that because you've got you've got the two beautiful kids, you've got the house, mm. you, you don't have to go to work every morning. Yeah. Why why would you struggle? What what are you complaining about? Yeah. And like the pressure of being that parent at that younger age, man. I mean, oh, I mean you, you, you can speak kid, about yeah. it more than me, but you're Jesus, a kid yourself. Yeah, and yeah. that's taken away from you. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no time to be a kid anymore. There's no, no. time to, to, to be vulnerable yourself. Yeah, it took yeah. me a long time. I was, I was twenty when I had my first one. I hadn't really dealt with any shit that had gone on from when I was a kid. Yeah. And then, so it wasn't until when I had the children, and then I started to, you know, that relationship started to fall apart. And then, you know, I got into my thirties, and I'm like. I'm just being a pain in the ass. I've been a dick to everybody because I didn't realise there's this nugget of shit that I haven't dealt with. Mate, I, yeah. think, I think that's such a that's that's something I've really 
thought I've, I've got so I sort of talk about some of this stuff in my show this year, but like I, I well I, I don't know about you, but I <coughs> I, I had this moment of realization uh, maybe a year or a few months ago. Where it was like this this stuff that I struggle sometimes makes me a dick. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and and actually, I, I think the first thing you go, oh, okay, well that that's a justification for it. But then you go, actually, it's it's perfectly possible to be struggling and not be a dick. Yeah, no. And yeah, I, I don't yeah, know about yeah. you, but when, when I look back, I mean, I, like, I look back on stuff and it's as if I was pissed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The, the, way, that you, yeah, yeah, the yeah. way that you behave when your head's in a bad place and stuff, yeah. you go, I'd never say that. I know, exactly. I'd, I'd never yes. say that to him. I'd never say that exactly. to Exactly. I've had mates say to me, Do you know what you said last night? Yeah. I'm like, No. And they go, You said blah, blah, blah. I go, I, yeah, I'd never, I would never say that to someone. They go, You fucking did. And it's as if you're drunk, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, as if yeah, you're exactly. face. And yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ. And I'm re- and sometimes I remember that, and I'm like, why would I say that? Why would yeah. I make that person feel that way? And it, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's it's horrifying, isn't it? It's horrifying, and you yeah. go, Jesus Christ! If someone behaved like that to me, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like them. Oh mate, if, if I remember like some of the arguments I've had with when I've been in relationships with people, and I've said some horrendous things, and. If I if someone came to me and said, "Oh, a fella says blah blah," I'd be like, "Does he fucking what?" Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a yeah. prick. Yeah, and it and yeah. it's and then you catch yourself and yeah. you've done it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, it's something I'm trying really hard with at the moment is like catching myself before I get into that state. Yeah. Because once I'm in that state, and it's not even it's not even as if the red mist comes down and I become angry and start screaming and shouting volatile, but it's mm. more that I just I say little things that I'd never. Mm. You know, maybe passive aggressive or whatever, and it's like I'm trying to catch myself and try and be objective in my head and go, right, what do I actually want in this situation? Yes, exactly. What what what, yeah. what what am I actually getting wound up about? Right. Well, saying that to him or her isn't going to that's not going to change. Gonna, that's that's going to solve that problem. It's going to make things worse. It's yeah. going to you know, and so Jade yeah. and I are very Jade and I have arguments, and it's it used to be like it took one day she just said like, you know, do you want to do you want us to work or do you want to be right? And I just went, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And it kind of, and then I realised I was just getting frustrated with whatever, and she was getting frustrated with whatever, and we were taking it out on each other. Yeah. And now suddenly I've become really quite zen about everything because I'm like, everything's all right. You know, money, the only problem I have is money. Yeah. I just don't have it. Like cool. today I was ringing up a couple of people that owe me money. I'm like, I can't get out of the house until you oh, send me mate. some money. I'm like, and that's embarrassing. Oh, mate, it's horrible. It's embarrassing. I'm, I'm in exactly the same situation yeah. at the moment, like on personal and uh, professional level. Mm. Like, people owe me money. Yeah. And literally in that situation, exactly as you say, is going, look, I can't put money on my Easter. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. yeah. I can't go down Tesco. No, exactly. Until, yeah. And yeah, and, and exactly as you say, as, as like with relationships and stuff, I mean, me, me and Lana. Uh, on last week or something, I was like, we sort of caught ourselves, sort of starting to get a little bit heated, and we were mm. like, well, it's because you haven't smoked my girlfriend's nest. Yeah, like, right. You haven't slept because you've been at work. Yeah. I haven't been. I've been in and out doing this and that and blah blah blah. I'm fed up about this yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's was, always, always because money, it's because it's because it's Edinburgh rent time, yeah. so I'm chasing oh, up every loose yeah. end. She's and it's like we're not disagreeing. No. We don't disagree on, on no. what we're talking about. Yeah. We completely agree with each other. So why are we getting fed up with no. each other? And, it, and it's 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 a constant like I think it is a constant process of. And, it, and the other thing I, I try and be very careful with it is it comes down to that thing of like 
when am I being depressed and when am I being a dick? And I can do those things at the same time. Yeah. Or there's, there's times when I'm just being a dick. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, that, yeah. and it's trying to catch myself there and going... And I, I think you have to be very careful not to... Um, not to almost like subsidise these issues in your head and use them as an excuse when you shouldn't. I'm a big boxing fan. Right, are, you okay. into, are you into yeah, boxing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyson Fury, for example, I think he's, a, he's an amazing case of someone who, who went through difficult times. Oh, God, yeah. Did you listen to him on Joe Rogan? I listen to him everywhere. Mate. I, I, I spend all my time. I mean, yeah. we, we, we've just done it. We've just done another... Uh, I just did a thing on Scala Radio. Oh, and right. They, and they, it was an arts and culture thing. They wanted me to talk about arts and culture. And I, <laughs> I had to say, I was like... I haven't watched any television, read any books, listened to music, because all I do is watch boxing news. Yeah. That's all I do. And so I, I watch everything Tyson Fury does. And yeah. I'm like, mate, he's someone who's properly been to the depths of depression, yeah. come back from it, man, to the point where, you know, suicidal thoughts, thinking horrendous things. He's a father yeah. of like three or four right. kids. Yeah. And, you know, he, he felt no value to his life, despite being heavyweight champion of the world, having a beautiful wife, three or four beautiful children, Everything he'd ever dreamed of. Yeah, yeah. By the age of like twenty eight. That's it. You yeah. know, he's only a couple yeah, of years yeah. older than me, and he, and he wanted to end his life. But then, does that excuse the fact that a few years ago he said that homosexual relationships were as bad as paedophilia? Oh, I know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I think I, I, I think we have to be very careful with that because I think it's brilliant that, that conversations like these are happening, mm. and we're talking about it more. And that, yeah. As men, we're acknowledging these things. But and like Billy Joe Saunders, do you, do you know him? No, the, no. So he's a, a very good friend of Tyson Fury. He's, he's a middleweight boxer. Uh, again, like late twenties, he did this horrible thing. Um, the start, or like the middle of like what about yeah, about a year ago, where he, he's a bit of a joker, Billy Joe Saunders. He's, right. He's, and he did this thing where him and his mates were in a car, you know, really nice, expensive Range Rover. They were pulled up and they saw this woman who was clearly a drug addict walking down the road, and they they were filming her doing horrible things, and they were saying things like, you know, if we had some crack right here right now, would you would you you know. Uh, give us all blowjobs yeah, or whatever right. you know and they, they got her to punch someone this poor bloke walking down oh, the street because they'd said they're going to give her drugs for horrible stuff yeah he gets in trouble for it he, you know they strip him of his belt he, yeah, they, yeah, they give yeah. him a ban rightfully yeah, so right, and, and, right. and then he comes out with this statement going oh yeah you know I wasn't in a good place I think I might have been suffering with the old depression like Tyson was and it's like oh mate were you yeah and the, the problem is that the more times that the more times that card gets played yeah yeah it cheapens it do you know what I mean? The, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. more, the more, the more times we say to, the more times we say to, we we use that as an excuse. It cheapens it, and it means that it's a boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Right. And collectively, that that is what it will become. If 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 we if people keep using that as an excuse and crying crying that out when yeah. when it's not the case, it's going to mean that when people do actually have issues, they they're not going to be acknowledged. No. And I, and I think I think that's something that people do have to be careful with yeah 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 it's easy to go oh I was yeah there's, there's a there's a there's a couple of comedians that of that we all know have done horrendous things to people I suspect we're thinking the yeah. same people right now and now and now it's like oh well that was a different time I was doing this I was doing that and you're like no that was in you yeah I've been off my head I've done I've, I've done all manner of drugs and drinking and things like that I've been I have lost the plot completely yeah but I've never ever forced myself onto somebody else and that's yeah. that's the difference and I, f I think I think personally I don't I don't think drugs or alcohol can put something within you that wasn't there already no that, that, that's my own belief and that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, to do a little plug, I'm making this podcast called uh, Jacob Hawley on Drugs. It's nice. BBC Sounds and all that. But but and a, and a big thing of what we've learned with that, you know, we spoke to people who've done horrendous things whilst under the influence, and it's like... And it comes back to that thing, you can be depressed and be a dickhead at the same That's time. Right, you yeah. can be addicted to something and still be a dickhead. Yeah. Just because you're suffering from something doesn't mean you're not being a dickhead. No. Maybe, maybe it's making you worse, but you still need to acknowledge why you're being a dickhead. That's right, and, man. And it's... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's something we all need to, or that I, I certainly am trying to keep an eye on myself. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think, how old are you? I'm 27. 27. I mean, that's that's incredible, incredibly insightful. I'm not patronising you. Anyway, no, no, so no, 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 no. But <laughs> to, be, to be that age and to be that aware is, is quite something, because I know I wasn't. I mean, I'm 47. And it's only been in the last couple of years that I've kind of got my head around stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so... But it's, it's, yeah. oh, that's not me saying that I can do it. That's, no, of course not. You know, yeah. even Monday I was being a prick, and I, you know, and it's and it's, uh, it, you know, you can never. Well, I don't know. Maybe you can. You, you get proper get a hold of that stuff and and behave in a way that you'd always be proud of yourself. But I think, like you say, it's just about trying to take a few deep breaths. I mean, I, well, I think what you just said about what you do with Jade is a genius mm. idea. Because yeah. we, we all get that sometimes where we feel like you're, you're juggling 50 different plates yeah, and you're trying to keep spinning yeah, and, you're, yeah. and you, you know, you're overwhelmed. And actually, I think, like you say, put it in a list, objectify it all. It. Go, what can I do? If I can't do anything, that's there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think... It's important. I think that's it, man. And don't that. look at the whole thing. Look at the look at the, the more urgent stuff. Go, right, what needs to be done now? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Right, I can do that and I'll do that. Right, is there something on here I can help, I can get some help with? Yeah. And then look at that and then we have we have we, we're so we, we it's easy to get overwhelmed yeah you know what yeah. I mean and it, and it all it needs is just to take a step back just for a minute and just go alright just hang on this is fucking stupid yeah I know life's hard but it shouldn't be this hard yeah right <laughs> let's take it from here right okay let's, let's start again and just moving slowly forward you know it's and then like you mentioned tiredness yeah. If you don't get enough sleep or you don't drink enough water, you don't have enough oh, fruit mate. and shit like that, you're... Yeah, and even if you're just boozing a couple of times every night, if yeah, you're having yeah, like three yeah, or four beers a night, suddenly yeah. you wake up with that slight hangover that makes you a bit sluggish and that's just another thing on top of fucking everything else. Yeah, man. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst for it sometimes is that I do things that I know aren't good for me. That, that thing's the worst. The oh, phones, the phones are Jesus terrible, man. Christ. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I met, do, do you know an Australian comic called Sam Campbell? No, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I met him a few weeks ago, and he, he's just like, oh, I've, he's got a little Alcatel. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, look, if I ever need to do anything, I've got a computer. Yeah, I can open that, but it's not something that I mean, I'm, I, I, you know, this impulse to just pick it out and look at it. Yeah, it's not buzzing. No, what am I looking at? Oh, mate, well, that, that there's that there's that thing as well. A couple of what it's called, it's certain syndrome where you think you think your phone's buzzing. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Gone, and then it hasn't. And it's, it hasn't. it's actually cool time. That doesn't stop yeah. me wasting half an hour on it. Oh, man, yeah, well, that's it. It's in your hand then. You're like, oh, I'll just have a quick look yeah, at that, quick it. look at that. And I've, I've wasted days where I've just been going from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, just, just, you're supposed to be writing your show, you yeah. dickhead. <laughs> Mate, I've, I don't know what it is with me, but as soon as I write something, my fingers know it's Twitter for me. I'm, I'm bad at Twitter. Right. I, use, uh, I don't even post much, I just read a lot. My fingers know the little thing to Twitter. And I'm like, yeah. I just, I just started the setup to a joke. <laughs> what the, like, at least write the punchline. Do you know what I mean? At least finish the routine. I know, I know. I've, I've got this. I've got a thing on my laptop now called. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a little Google Chrome plugin called Focus Mode. Yeah. Because I, I do it, the Pomodoro thing. You know, the 25 minutes on and five minute break. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so set it on the phone. 25 minutes, bang. 
put the thing on there to st- and it, that blocks all the websites that I shouldn't be on. Brilliant. 25 minutes, bang. Then that buzzes, five minute break, turn it off, answer an email, yeah. message someone on Twitter or whatever. I think it's, it's important. Mate, but it's yeah. self-discipline, exactly what you're saying about the yeah. drinking water and the, and the, and the sleep. Exactly, it. and it, it's easier to not do any of these things. It's easier to oh, yeah. not make your bed. It's easier to stay in bed all day. It's easier to just be looking at pornography all day or whatever you do. Well, that's, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that pornography, I think that's a, oh, a man. big one, man. I, yeah. think, I think, you know, as, as, talking on a, from a men's health point of view, that that's, that's our worst enemy. Don't, mm. don't you worry about that. that. That's that's not designed to be good for us. That's, no, and I, no, I've, no. I've, I've uh, yeah, I've, I've cut it out, and it's I've got mates who've cut it out as well. And it, yeah, it. I think that's a big one, man. I think and I think it's not spoken about enough, but I think yeah, it's that's not good for us. That's, no, that's it poison. never used to be plumbed into the house. If you were, whatever you were into, it used to like you have to go and seek it out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mate, now, it's, now it's, it's, a, it's on your fingertips. I mean, yeah. this is me and my girlfriend. We talk about this because we. I think we, you know, we'd want to start a family at some point. And we say like, what, what do you do with your kids? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you've obviously got children who are slightly older now, yeah. right? But I mean, if you've got a young kid who's twelve or thirteen, yeah. I mean, look, okay, they're going to access pornography. That doesn't worry me. Yeah. You've got everything at your fingertips yeah. constantly. Yeah. And all I, at once, and you're like, holy shit, yeah. I, I, I think the problem is that technology has moved quicker than our understanding of it, and I think we're in a yeah. situation now where we've we've got the ability to do stuff. We don't know how to control yeah. it. But it takes. It's also it's also down to the parents as well. You have to put. This is the thing people don't realize. Life is hard. You have to put effort into it. Yeah. You have to make an effort. Yeah. And so you have to say to your kid, like, listen. You have to sit and talk to your kids. That's it. You go right. This. This here is a gateway to everything, and you and you just have to sit and talk to them and explain to them, and then they'll get it. Like my boys, are, I remember my lad showing me his phone, and he had this horrible video of these two girls pooping into that, in that cup. Oh, and I, right, I, didn't yeah, know, yeah. I didn't know what it was. I went, "That's what's this? Why is this on your phone?" Yeah. And they went, "Oh, my mate at school sent me it." So I sat and I went, "Right, delete it now." And then we had this big chat about why it was bad. Yeah, and it worked because he's like, "Yeah, that is like, like he's older now. He's twenty two, but he's like, "Yeah, that was pretty." That's filth. It's minging. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and, it, and, it's, and it's just like, on, on a lot of levels, it's dodgy. And it's, it's yeah, I mean, I, I'm in, you know, a few WhatsApp group chats. Mm. And I, I'm quite proud of them, too, because they're not, I think, all male group chats get a bad rap. And rightly so. But I, I, oh, you, they still, yeah, yeah if, these, if the WhatsApp groups got made public, you'd be... St- a lot of people <laughs> would be in jail, yeah. But you, you've, seen, you you've seen the Warwick University students. Did, I don't know if you read about that, but that's no. there. There was like a 18, 19-year-old you've seen in Florida. Were they a rugby team or something? Yeah. I think they are a rugby team, but the stuff they were saying in that was yeah, like proper like... Really next level. And, and there's... We we, uh, we we got a nice one, and, it, and in our one, we, we're quite like strict with each other. And it, there's one lad, a lot, a lot of my mates from home are... They sort of work in like construction and stuff like that. And one, mm. there's one lad, and I think he, he got something from another group chat, and it was grim, and it was he sort of sent it in, and like the tone of it, I was really proud of it because everyone was like, "Mate, what are you doing?" Yeah, we don't we don't laugh at that. It's not about that. But, yeah, you know that that's someone's son or daughter involved yeah. in that. They wouldn't like that. The person themselves probably doesn't want to get sent around. You know, one yeah. strike, two, you're out. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think and, and actually those, those group chats as well there's been times when I've felt a bit rough and they've picked me up a bit and it's yeah it's nice I, 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 I think that's something it's important that that what, what we're getting out of it all of this is communication rather than being not just not just be having on your phone like social media and things like that but actually talking to each other yeah, just just having a laugh and just out of that will, will come people, people go oh Jacob's not 
doesn't seem himself. Yeah. You know I mean? Are you yeah, all right, yeah, mate? Yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. That, and out of that, it doesn't have to be sat down going, right, tell me all your problems. No, like, no, no. Out, you'll, you'll, if you're good enough, mate, you'll suss it out. And, and it doesn't even need yeah. to be sit us down and tell us everything. No. You, you know, and it, it can just be... I mean, are you a fan of Bob Mortimer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got his fishing programme. That's right. Yeah. White House, and the story behind that, I don't know if you've read this, but it was, he said it after he had his heart operation Bob, yeah. a few years ago, he wasn't, he'd lost a bit of his sense of adventure. He wasn't leaving the house much. Yeah, he, wasn't, yeah, yeah. he was just sitting around watching box sets after box sets, curtains drawn all day. Right. And so Paul just said to him, come fishing. Yeah. And he goes, and he was like, oh, I don't like and fishing, I don't want to do it. And, it. and he went, no, come fishing. And it's not, he didn't say to him, come and tell me all your problems. No. He just said, let's go and do something. Brilliant. Got him out of the house and they just yeah. started having a chat and suddenly it was funny. And then he went, you know what, let's, let's do something with that. But I think the really nice thing with that is that that's what a good mate will do. Is yeah. get you out. And what you're saying about the group chats, I, I read something that, do you know, I don't know if you know the, the grime artist and the rapper JME. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he put something about his social media use. He, he sort of clocked himself and he was like, I'm putting things up, trying to get likes. I'm trying that's right, to yeah. And he goes, you know, rather than put my picture on Instagram, I'm just going to put them in my group chat from now on. Yeah. Any, anything I would have yeah. put in, a, in it on Instagram before where I'm trying to get strangers to give that's me right, approval, yeah. I'm just going to show my mates. Nice. And, they, and they'll, they'll give me that approval. And that, yeah. they're what matters. It's not about a hundred, you know, or a thousand people yeah. I've never met before giving me this dopamine hit from, from right. liking it. You know, when I take a nice photo of my dinner or whatever, I just say my mates. <laughs> and I, I, but I, I, think, I think that's a really nice thing. And I, I don't think those phones and everything or social media, it doesn't need to be a negative thing. No. But I think exactly as you say, communication, looking after the, you know, looking after your mates around you. And, and I mean, it's, especially what you're saying about your relationship with Jade, I think, yeah. I think having something like that where you can be self-reflective together yeah, yeah. And, and be aware of your own behaviour together, I think I think that's what, that's, that's the way, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't Hats off to the two of you because it's not easy. Yeah, oh, man, I want to kill each other most of <laughs> You sound like you've got your head together, Jacob, and it's been nice talking to you, man. man. Proper yeah. pleasure. Proper pleasure. Thanks for I'm coming out. Where, where are you in Edinburgh? Uh, so I'm in the Mash House, uh, 5.15 every day. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And you and uh, are you doing, you've got other stuff, you've got your podcast? Uh, yeah, so BBC Sounds podcast will be out at the end of June. Um, I've got my Radio 4 show that's on iPlayer at the moment. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's so that's on iPlayer, is it? Yeah, that was a stand-up special that came out a week or two. Nice yeah, one, so that's be there for You've come so far since I saw you. What was it? Abingdon, I think, I first met you. That was Mavs gig, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate Lucas was on as well, was yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, man, that was, that was uh, Andrew Bird was on as well. That's it. Yeah, yeah. God, that's, yeah, that's a couple of years ago. Yeah, man. But, yeah, it's good to see you doing really well. Oh, man, with you. Thank you, for, thank you for coming on. Thank you to Jacob Hawley for taking the time out of his busy schedule to come and have a chat with us. Um, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a fine young man and it's nice to hear a young person's perspective on everything because you think you know, young people have got it sorted because they're young and, but you know it was, it was a nice chat with him. Um, you can find ticket details for Jacob's Edinburgh show in the podcast description on your app, along with tickets to my own show and the Insane in the Membrane live shows. The Edinburgh season continues next time with Steve Brugia. Until then, take care of yourselves. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. <laughs> 